0: I've seen you. Thank you for joining. Okay, so let me connect with Pastor Frida again. She's back. Yay, she's back.
1: <laughs> you know, where Nigeria, just to, <laughs> just to let everyone know, to yes. remind her.
0: <laughs> that we're still here. We're still so here. So just people. have to remind us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> wow you look good. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you. So do you. Fresh and natural. Thank you, ma'am. Quarantine natural.
0: Yes. Just I'm I'm trying to stay fresh. Oh yeah. You know, so, I won't, so I won't lose I won't lose myself. <laughs>
1: Wow. Thank you for having me, Frida CEO.
0: Wow, people are joining in. Thank you so much, ma'am <laughs> <laughs> You always like to add the CEO, like <laughs>
1: Frida CEO.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for doing me the honors. I'm really grateful. Thanks for having me. It's a privilege. You're it's
1: a privilege.
0: to be here. Wow. Uh oh! Thank you for assisting us in the morning.
1: We do what we can. You no, know? you know, it's 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 been in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh my
0: god! Okay, all right. Plan
1: B and Plan C. <laughs> mm,
0: we maybe have up to Plan Plan K. We just
1: be plan. We just be planning. We just just keep planning. Yes. Just keep planning.
0: Yeah, Just keep planning. Plan B
1: one. Plan B two.
0: How's everyone doing, Oh, <laughs> um, I'm doing good. Um, well, I can see people are joining in. So, um, okay, I think we should just start then. <laughs> I think we should just start and everyone um, will join us halfway. We'll always watch the replay. Yep. So, oh, wow. I'm excited about this. No talk about it earlier. And from everything that we talked about, I'm like, woof! no, 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 let's wait till this time so I can get the full package. <laughs> uh, and it's so amazing that I'm having you here. <laughs> okay, so we have been talking about um, overcoming insecurities and um, one aspect of our lives or life in general that um, we face these insecurities, um, relationships. So most of us just bundle our insecurities and put them in our relationships, and most of us just um, don't know how to manage our insecurities and even manage manage the insecurities of our spouse, right? So um, I, I would need you to help us you know, throw in more light on how um, insecurities can affect us in relationships, how insecurities can, you know, um, make it difficult. For us to be able to um, experience the whole nature of our partner, of our spouse, in relationship, in dating, yes, marriage and all that.
1: Yeah, you know, insecurity is common. It's not something that is reserved just for women. You know, men feel insecure and, you know, women feel insecure. Old old people feel insecure, young people. It's not just um, when young girls are feeling insecure, you know. It happens to everybody, mm-hmm. and um, it can really be yeah. devastating to the relationships if it's not handled properly. yeah, if it's not addressed. You know it'll continue to grow and grow and sometimes can just cripple the relationship because people just cannot move forward past a certain incident or a, a certain feeling that they have. And so it's very important that we understand that it happens to it happens to everybody you know everyone everyone has a little insecurity here and there for example now when the uh, when this quarantine is over would i, I would have probably gained a few pounds there might be a little insecurity there about about coming back out i tried to put on some true i tried to put on some trousers today and i was like oh things have changed a little bit i you know there's, <laughs> there's a little difference now yeah, uh, true. Mm. But it's it's not they're not things to be ashamed of. It's something that it definitely mm-hmm. that we should address and um, resolve. Re- really try to resolve and move forward. And you know, just I was thinking that as I was putting my notes together, I said, you know, the, the different things that cause insecurity, and one of the main things is the comparison, and just mm. comparing yourself to another person and not really um, valuing. Yourself in, in, in the relationship, or perhaps you've had experiences in past relationships where the person has compared you to other people or to prior people before you, you started dating this person, and, and then he's he's telling, you, oh, she used to be so, um, she used to be so smart, or she, you know, my former my former girlfriend, my my you know, my former relationship, she was she was very rich, she was very she used to spend money on me and that, that mm. Ah. Mm. and so it starts to have this create this inferiority complex in our mind we're not careful mm. and you start thinking oh you know oh maybe maybe i should work out more maybe you know because they, they might say something like oh she was a lot slimmer than you oh my goodness or or you're mm. too you're too skinny and she was she had a lot more body than you i'm doing i'm just managing you know
0: you know, <laughs> 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 you know I mean? Wow. <laughs> you know, these little
1: things, can, you can start to plant these little seeds of um, insecurity, yeah, com- comparison, definitely. Hell, hello, Miss Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne is with us tonight, Pathfinders.
0: Hi, Rose. Oh, I can see
1: you. <laughs> she's saying comparison one of the primary things that cause insecurity, absolutely. And if you don't mm-hmm. think that immediately, it will just grow and grow. You know, another another thing, um, a major thing that, that um, influ- influences us and gives us insecurity is not knowing who we are in Christ and just really not getting a hold of your Christ-likeness and not really accepting okay. accepting that and putting that into mm. your arsenal. And so that becomes something that you start looking for acceptance and validation elsewhere I can only come mm. from Christ. You know, it cannot come from a partner, you know, We're human, and um, you know, sometimes we're expecting our, our partner to be our source of joy, our source of happiness, things that only really God can do for us. And then we're putting all this pressure on the person to make me happy. Like, like when the person wakes up in the morning, their first job is to call you and tell you five things to affirm your self-esteem and make you feel like the woman you ought to be. And, you know, you're beautiful, you're wonderful, you're smart. Now, these are pressures that we're putting on, on partners. And this goes both ways. And we're putting pressure on the partner and the partner he, he is a human being and he also needs to be affirmed he also needs to feel in you know, all these things but you can't get that level of affirmation consistently if it's not within christ because only christ made sure that you would always know how he feels about you Two thousand years ago he, he finished that off he went to the cross he died he did not come down he did not change his mind at the garden and be like, uh, you know, maybe I'll just wait another, another 2,000 years. He just went ahead and, and did it. Yeah. So that we always have that symbol of the cross as the most affirming thing you will ever have in your life is that symbol of the cross. And that will always bring your mind back to the place of confidence. And, okay, somebody, somebody loves me. Somebody thinks I'm all that. Somebody thinks I'm worth it. And then when you start looking at yourself through the eyes of Christ, you start building that, you start building what we call Christ confidence as opposed to this self confidence Flip at any time. You know, it depends on what someone says to today. They love you tomorrow. They don't love you t- today. You're awesome. Tomorrow oh. you're not awesome anymore. You know, it's, eh, well, she didn't wear the right color dress today. So I, you know, I, I don't like, that's not what I like, <laughs> you know, oh. or he, he's, yeah. he didn't do this today. He didn't buy me this today. So I'm not, you know, Oh, so it's, yeah, it's true. all those things coming together and just choosing to believe the truth, which is, you know, he loves us so desperately and so wonderfully. I think it was a few days ago, I put it up, up, up on my post, my been yesterday. Um, I said, you know, Jesus Christ dying on the point of the cross and dying is the greatest love story ever told. And we're living in that love story. And and the minute you fall, really really fall in love with Jesus Christ, and I and I tell that to to my girls. I I, I told I that to young people. I told I tell that to you. Fall in love with Him first. Make sure that you you settle that part, so that you're not not sure how you feel, what you mm. That confidence is coming, coming from a stable, consistent place. Daily, mm. it's always there. He's always there. You know, Hebrews thirteen five reminds us. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'm going nowhere, you know. So he guaranteed that already. So when you when you're thinking of how to get this mm-hmm. confidence and removing insecurities, always make sure that you're replacing that insecurity with the security of the cross. Because that's not going anywhere. Mm. That's not going mm. anywhere. It's a, it's a constant. It's there for you always. And just look at the cross, and you see love. You see justice. You see patience, you see kindness, you see redemption, you see restoration, um, you see forgiveness. I mean, forgiveness. Before He even knew, knew us, He died. Christ died, that's what Romans 5 tells us. Christ died, before before anything happened. Christ, before before you gave your life to Christ, as, as we say, before you received His love, He died already. You know, so mm. that confidence has to, the first place for that has to be your relationship with Christ. Um I also wrote on here another cause for um, insecurities are expectations and expectations not being met and disappointments, especially in relation oh. where there have been there's been um, infidelity. and you 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 leave that relationship and something has happened to your heart for sure. And you know if you don't take care of that heart and give it time to heal and, and really turn it over to the Lord, you will take that baggage into the next relationship, and then they'll ask you a question, and you just blow up. They won't. They, nobody understands what just happened. They just ask you a simple question, yes. and you just flash back to that hurt and that emotion that was not dealt with, and it just becomes a sore spot for you. Just you, you have this reaction that no one can really understand because it's coming from a place of hurt and disappointment that has not necessarily been taken care of, and you're having difficulty with that i I find a lot a lot of a lot of us when we're 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 heartbroken um have a lot of difficulty moving forward and trying to put ourselves back together and okay let me try again even trust you know trust issues start coming up and you're thinking oh my goodness how how do i you know trust again you know and that causes that insecurity that i maybe i'm not good enough you know the root of, of of almost all the insecurities coming from this fear of rejection and fear of not being good enough what if I'm not good enough for this person what if you know what if what what, what that former person told me what if that was the truth or what if what if it might even have been a parent you might have been an older person or you know the, the devil will use people in our lives just drop little you know just drop little things like you know yeah, your nose is too. too big or your, you know your skin is too dark oh Oh, look at her. Ooh,
0: oh, yay! yay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, <buddy. laughs> Welcome,
1: hey, Welcome. Welcome, daddy. Welcome. I'm going to say so. All right, so i <laughs> <After> five. <laughs> he just gave to little <laughs> Reed. Oh man. So you just find yourself kind of trying to move Move forward from that, and people, people all through all through life, you you love, you, love, you find yourself absorbing these little side comments here and there, and you won't know when it yeah. starts causing this little insecurity in you. Like, oh, maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I'm not pretty enough, or maybe maybe my yeah. eyes are too big, maybe really my you know my my teeth are not, you know, as they should be, or my ears are, you know, just little things like that. But you yeah, don't have yeah. to really push into again. The, you're, you're seeing yourself through the eyes of Christ, because that yeah. is your most stable. I'm telling you, it's the most stable environment. That is, I feel like relationships with with people they, they you know they do this up and down thing. You know, it's not always going to be. And you have people that are um, they're just human. We're human. You're not always going to remember to be encouraging, to be affirming, and to speak the love language yeah. you of your partner. But the cross speaks all the love languages at once. It speaks quality time. He wants to spend time with you. If the cross speaks words of affirmation, I have chosen you, I've loved you from the beginning of time. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave Mm -hmm. you. I mean, everything that your love language could be is is in the cross. It starts at the cross, you know. So that's kind of what happens. And I I said that um, fear is usually the root of the insecurities that we carry along fear that just that fear of rejection especially that maybe i will be rejected by this person so a lot of times in relationship we will hide our truest self we will not put out you know we'll put out enough to keep the relationship going <laughs> but yeah that you're like you know maybe maybe he's not gonna comfortable with this maybe he doesn't need to see the anger that i have about mm. things that have happened to me yeah maybe he doesn't need to know you know the shame or even the guilt and you know thank god for you because you talked about guilt this morning And i think a lot of people had some issues with guilt that needed to be discussed this morning and thank goodness that you know we we're able to discuss that this morning and really really deal with some of that guilt because that brings a lot of insecurity into relationships as well like oh yeah. You know, especially uh-huh. if there have been, you know, situations that you you are not proud of that had happened prior to, to that, and then you could you could even find yourself start to feel like you deserve you don't deserve a good relationship because of the guilt yeah. of the, of the past. But again, when you when you look yes. at the cross, you know, Christ Christ comes in and He tells you, "You are worthy. You are you are holy. You are blameless." I love you. I want you to be in my family. You are, you are you are, what I died for. And I'd do it again if I had to. And so that begins to heal some of those broken places. That only Christ can heal, you know. That relationship with Christ. Get that right. And everything else will start to fall into place. And you start having the right perspective on relationship, you know. So you're not asking too much from this partner. You know, your partner is not responsible for your happiness, that's not that's not his job. That's an inner job that you have to work on on your own. You know, the Bible says, "The joy of the Lord is your strength." Not the joy of your partner, as wonderful as he may be. His, his your joy is not his job. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's an inner thing. Yes. That's an inner thing that you have to bring. to the people. Happy, happy girl marries happy boy, and they have a happy life. So you don't come in and you're like, oh, let me get happy now that I'm in the relationship. We work on the happiness mm. and that peace and stillness of heart and and wholeness mm. way before the relationship gets into marriage. Gets you you start working on that on, on your own and really letting God take His place. And once He takes mm. His place, you a lot of a lot of these challenges start getting easier to look at. I I love to work with the Holy Spirit When I'm dealing in relationships Because he will always tell you the truth He will always tell you the truth He will always give you the right perspective on things You know, sometimes our emotions Will just invade our thoughts And you can't, you know, fully process something correctly What's happening They'll ask you a question You'll hear ten other things that were not said (laughs) You're like That's not not what I said I don't remember asking... And, you, and you're going off But the Holy Spirit will bring you back And he'll be like, look, Frida oh. No That's not what was said That's not what he was trying to say He will calm you down He'll, You know, that still small voice will tell you You know, you're wrong oh. He'll tell you, maybe you should look yeah. from another perspective And oh. partnering with the Holy Spirit for me Is so important in relationships Because it just helps you to kind of okay, And even if you're dealing with a partner um, that has a lot of insecurities, you know, the Holy Spirit will will whisper to you, you know, calm it down or he'll tell you, maybe look at it from this perspective, from it, from that perspective, it begins to just kind of bring you some clarity because he, he, he always only speaks the will of God and the will of God is always true. He will always lead you. He always wants restoration and redemption. It's never destruction. It's never guilt. It's always restoration, redemption, you know, and that, that's the perspective that we must always bring into the relationship, that I, I have a backup. It's not, you're not my source of joy. I have my source of joy. I have my source of confidence. Anything else is an addition to that. Any other relationship that's coming into my life is an addition to that. So that that is solid. And then anything else that comes in it's an addition, so that if, if it goes out, you're not shaken and broken and scattered everywhere and, and people are looking for Frida pieces of Frida on the street. Oh my goodness, where did she go? I, I don't know, <laughs> <Frida's>. <laughs> I can't find her anywhere. <laughs> one hand is there, leg is at the back. No, no, so we, we get it together and then anything that comes, comes in is an addition to that that mm-hmm. continent is an addition to that and, and i and i wanted to quickly point out some people might. but I, I don't have any insecurities i'm not insecure i don't know what she's talking about i'm you know so mm-hmm. let me give you some let me let you know if you're insecure let me let you know what's going on okay you might be insecure if you if you start finding yourself overcompensating
0: mm-hmm.
1: that comes from inferiority complex you know when you when you feel like you don't meet the standards so you find the they some some of sometimes you find the these insecure people are the ones that are shouting. They're the loudest at the party. They they just they're, they're, they just have to be you know in the
0: group. Mm. Not so so they don't get noticed.
1: Calm down, just calm down. You don't need to go crazy on it. Just relax. They're the loudest at the party. Sometimes they're over flashy. They're overcompensating for this feeling of mm. inferiority. You know, and, yes. and and I find that to to be when you recognize it, it gives you a compassion for the person. You know, normally it, it should put you off, and you're like, look at him, like look at look at how loud he is, look at how. But if you really look at it, and, and if you let the Holy Spirit, he will he will let you know that this is just covering up for you know some issues, some underlying issues that he or she feels that she has to overcompensate. For example, a, a girl who has been told. You are not pretty, you're not enough, may overcompensate by putting on a lot of makeup. I'm talking oh. layer after layer, and you're just wondering, like, and so you see her, <laughs> don't stop it, stop Larry Rader. You see her, you're like, what is going on, girl? What? Like, uh-huh. from far, you're like, ging, ging, and you're looking at her, like, you know, but the Holy Spirit will tell you that, oh. if you if you let the Holy Spirit speak to you and keep your ears open. Yes. will tell Mm -hmm. you you know their issues there you know their issues there she wasn't always like that someone told her she's not pretty Mm -hmm. someone told her she's not enough and and somewhere it's stuck and now she she feels like i have to come Mm. in i have to put it all out there i have to i have to build that wall around myself Mm -hmm. and shield myself and you know i have to be the flashiest i have to (laughs) i have to you know, I have to look pretty them. by all means. I, I just have yes. to overcompensate. So, th- so that's one of the one of the one of the ways you can kind of see. Okay, this this is there's more to it than this. Um, another way, another thing I, I've noticed also is a lack of trust. You you pay them a compliment. So this is the other side of the spectrum now. You pay a compliment, and it, it will not get it will not get accepted. You'll be like, oh, you look so pretty today. No, I don't. <laughs>
0: but. <laughs> Mm. I
1: was like, oh, you're, mm. you're just saying yes. that. No, you're just saying that. So, you, you, if you peel that back, you find that there's some there's some issues there that maybe someone just mm. it's, it's again that fear of until so the wall goes up and you're trying to understand and then a- another another side another face of insecurity mm. is this competition mentality. They feel like oh. the thing, the thing is, is going out of style. So they, 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 they have to let you know that they are good to dominate the situation. So they come in oh. and as soon as they, they size you up immediately, and then they start trying to they tear you down. They look at you. They're like, huh, they're going to like her more than me. They're going to like him more than me. So now I have to know yes. myself. I have to show myself. I have They have to know, you know, that I'm, I'm here it starts getting really weird and uncomfortable. You're looking at the person like, but I don't yeah. know why you're, you get that's again, like that vibe of, you know, it's a competition. And, and sometimes they will even try to blow down your candle so theirs will shine. <laughs> my mm. spouse would have that. It was like, don't blow up my candle so you can shine. Okay? Yeah. Just let me, let me do my thing and you do your thing. And you do your thing. You know, it's, it's really not a competition. You know, the only person you should be competing with really is yourself. Um, if you want to get better, don't. You're not looking at somebody else and with an envy and anger. But look at yourself. How, how how can I be better next year than I am this year? You know, a secure person is not going to be catty. And um, you know, you can always people that are secure in themselves. You can you can tell. You can tell they just, they just relaxed. They're they're and, and that security and, and again comes from the Lord. It's not going to come from from any human experience. You know, yeah, sure, comes from the Lord, and you, you can just tell. Okay, this person is, hey, Pastor Charles, <laughs> this person is, uh, is calm and, and secure in themselves. They're not looking for, and they don't have to prove anything to anyone. You know, that's one of the signs for someone that is secure. They just, they don't have to prove anything. They they, they walk into the room, they know what they came to do, they do what they need to do, and they leave. They're friendly. They're not trying to. Cheer anybody down, you know that you you mm. even find yourself relaxed around them. You know you're not trying to be weird about. Like, I was thinking about it today, and I thought about the story of um, Hannah and Penina. That's Samuel, Prophet Samuel's mother. Mm. Bible. Yes. Hannah had a lot of issues. She wanted a child, and you know she did not have a child. And Penina, her her second mate, because she was in a polygamous marriage had children and everyone is always talking about Hannah and Hannah wanted children and how hard it was for her but I looked at the Nina today and I thought the Nina was very insecure this is someone who had children who was also married to to Elkanah but felt the need to Uh tear Hannah down you have the children you also have a husband why tease and true So I began to look at her and I realized she probably did not feel the love from Elkanah. She did not feel that he was, he loved her. You know, and and again, that self-esteem and that confidence is not going to come from Elkanah. It only comes from the Lord. So she's going to continue to be catty. She'll she'll, she'll pick fights with Hannah for no good reason when it just comes down to her not feeling love and not knowing how to express that. Because she had the children, she there was no reason for us. So I'm looking at her like, "What is wrong with this lady?" And I realized she did not feel love. She she probably just felt second best because I kind of told her, yeah. hey, "Look, I am, I'm more than seven husbands, seven children to you. I might not more than all this." but Hannah had her needs. I want, I want a child. And she did the right thing, and she went to the Lord. And that's what we should do with our insecurities. Don't rest them on you know she could have easily have said, Okay, let me rest them on my husband, let me just live a flashy life. She's constantly traveling to Paris, she's traveling, she's all in Gucci Prada, you know, she's all flashed out, she's in the most expensive stuff. But she said, I'm gonna look for security in the Lord. I'm going to take this to the Lord and I'm going to let him let him take care of me. And that's where your help and your support really should be coming from. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. You look up to the hills. You don't look at, you don't look, you know, to the spouse oh. and look for all that. And I, that, that, that story was so beautiful to me when I was um, putting my notes together today. I just thought to myself, goodness, she went to the Lord. She she knew where the strength was. What a wise woman. Oh. What a wise woman. You know, so. Oh. Wow. Those are some things I would, that were just running through my mind, Rita. <laughs>
0: Okay, so so um, someone asked a question. Okay, so I got a question um, some time ago, but I think you've already
1: made it clear
0: from your teaching. Um, so the person was like, uh, if I am in a relationship, does constant revalidation or constant reassurance mean that I'm a secure person? So I want to hear my spouse tell me all the time that um, he loves me or she loves me or she she's willing to do something for me or she's going to be there all the time does that mean you know but I, I think you already answered it by saying um uh you have to love yourself first you have to understand that love and assurance will come from from christ and it's not from anyone you don't need to go into a relationship to be able to find your validation mm-hmm.
1: there, there's a book um called the five love languages which is very, yeah. very... Um, most most of us know what, what the Five Love Languages book is about. It talks about the different things that fill up someone's love tank in a relationship. Mm. And I'm trying to remember what all of them are. I know it's gifts, it's... Um,
0: um, affirmation, affirmation, physical touch, it's physical... Um, acts of service...
1: It's acts of service, uh, um, um, time. The fifth one. It's quality time and...
0: Uh, yes, quality time.
1: Oh, so it gives affirmation acts of service quality time and what's the fifth one? physical touch physical touch right so when when you're in a relationship you know you you have needs and my my needs may not be my partner's needs um mm. so like i said anything else outside of your crash relationship is going to be it's an add-on to um what what is possible right um so if, if in the relationship you, you're you're someone who loves gifts, these are these are the reasons why we should talk about these things before we enter into marriage. Like so you just kind of know you mm. with both eyes open wide, this person loves yeah. gifts or this person loves needs affirmation. So you're able to give that to your partner and, and, and let that be part of how you help them experience the love relationships. Um thank you, Yvonne. Um uh, she just posted it up there the love how the parents filling up their love tanks right so i i don't i won't say you're insecure because you need those things they're they're part of the things that help you enjoy this love relationship here on earth Mm. so if if Mm. if your needs are quality time then definitely ask your partner i need quality time i want to spend time with you i don't Mm. i'm not i'm not a gifts person so i i'm not like you can buy me Great great things I, I, I thank you I'm grateful but it's not my love my love language help me change a light bulb if, if the if the light bulb is out in the bathroom true change the light bulb that, that's my acts of service just just do what I mm. need. you don't fill up my love with what you think I need you know if mm-hmm. that that makes me feel like you're listening you're hearing what I'm saying um you know for some people their their love language is quality time some some people is physical touch they just need a hug they want they want you to want that reassurance of touch that says i'm here i'm not going anywhere i'm here for you you know i see you so for some people that's what they need for other people it's, it's some people just love gifts and i'm not talking even expensive gifts for some people just as, as you're walking into the house give me a flower and oh my goodness, thank you. So it just it just shows that you thought about me, you know. That and that's that that's their language, you know. So it's it's always it's always very important in relationships that you observe your mm. partner and you're loving them the way they need to be loved, not the way yeah. you, you want to be loved, the way they love, mm. you know, the way that expresses love to them. And it may not mm. be your, your it may not be your language. it may be your tank, but it's filling up their tank. And you need to do that for your spouse. You need to do that for your partner. You know, especially and, so, and someone who you're thinking, okay, this could lead to marriage. Then you definitely want to to talk this conversation. What what, what makes you t- what you you know you're you're putting the effort in for that? But if it's not someone who you think this could lead to marriage, um, in fact, you shouldn't. Anyone that you're dating, you should always immediately think if it's not leading to marriage, we're not even dating. We're just friends yeah we're friends if this is not going anywhere we're not you're not thinking i don't mm. see how this could lead to me i don't see that i could be with you i could put up with whatever that little thing that irks me I, I, we're not mm. i'm not going to invest love language time on someone who is not going anywhere so don't even wait year on that just you know if it's someone that you know um, this this is someone that I'm going to spend I'm going to spend my my life with. Then you want to take the time definitely mm. find out what what's going on with that and remove those insecurities so you can always fill fill the tank. You know one of the things that mm. makes us insecure in a in, in, in relationship is running on empty. Mm. When you're running on empty, your tank is empty. There's nothing in it. I I don't feel love. I don't feel like I'm heard. I don't feel like I'm communicating properly. And once, once those things are in place, mm-hmm. insecurity will just start, it will pop up everywhere. It will just show up in, mm-hmm. in your relationship. A lot of challenges mm-hmm. are coming out for that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, um, Antiru sent a question. She said, how do you deal with a partner that constantly needs affirmation and reassurance as a result of past hurts?
1: Mm-hmm. That, that That, for me, is lead them to the cross you can't deal with the person that needs a constant affirmation that that's not possible for you to be like like i said when 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 he wakes up in the morning or when she wakes up in the morning she needs you to come, come just constantly be fluffing you know you're, you know, you must t- t- tell them top 10 things how awesome they are you know my god your eyes are amazing your food is great who can keep up with that you can't, you know, you do what True. you can, definitely you want to um, be there for them and, you know, affirm mm. if that's their love language, but when it starts getting to the point where mm. that's all it is, you're constantly affirming, you don't even have time for yourself, but you're constantly affirming, reassuring, affirming, you need to lead that partner to the cross so that he can see, like I said earlier, the entire love language package is in the cross. So whatever he's looking for, she's looking for in terms of affirmation must start at the cross because that's a consistent place where you see the love of Christ demonstrated, the love of God demonstrated. And you, show, you, you lead that person to the cross. You tell them, look, I, don't, I can't be your God. It, no, there's a space for God that the partner cannot, and I repeat, cannot fail. A partner cannot, you just cannot. It's not God does God did not design you to take his place. He has his place and let him take his place. Lead that partner to the cross. Let him let him let him know that you know the answer is the cross. The way God looks at you and what God calls you, you know, how God feels about you. Those those are things that don't change. You know, perfect love casts out fear. That's what first John 4 18 tells us. But human beings are we don't have we don't do perfect love. Christ does perfect love. If you're looking for perfect love, it's only in one place and that's what will cast out all that fear and give you the peace of mind to see things clearly.
0: Mm. Amen. Okay, so that, there's another question. Okay. Um, people could be sending their questions, but I, I have also I also have questions too. Um, so someone said, um, what do you do when your partner is trying to change your pet? What do you do when your partner is trying to change your personality to suit him or her and you know that's who he's changing you into is not, the kind of, is not your kind of person?
1: Oh, oh, oh. We need to have a conversation then. You try, you, mm. I, if a partner is trying to change you into this, to, maybe into his image and his likeness, um, mm. it's a challenge. Because, especially if you're if you are already married not, So there are two sides If you're unmarried, that's a red flag for me That is such a red flag I mean, that that for me is just going dum, dum, dum. I, I mean, changing you into what For <laughs> <laughs> laughing It's true
0: <laughs> I you do it, you do The way you do the sound Like, so oh
1: it's Christ. Yeah,
0: so oh obvious that it like, has to be the red flag No
1: <laughs> run, run while you can. But if you're not okay, so that mm. that's if you're not married, because you know changing you okay. you're not is weird. Um, you know, because first of all, you're you're you are beautifully made. You. That's why when, before you go into the relationship, you need to know who you are. And mm. you know, if you go in there and you're still kind of floundering around, I'm not really sure. You're, you're not sure where your confidence is, and you know you're still waiting for him to tell you that you're you know you're all that. You're going to run into some challenges Later down the line For yeah. sure um, You want to make sure That you understand yourself And who you are in Christ Before you get into re- the relationship Know yes. that you bring a value To the relationship That had nothing to do oh. with your partner God made Each and every one of us um, For his glory You know, Revelations 4.11 yeah. Tells us, you know, um it says, you are worthy, O Lord To receive glory, honor, and power You have created everything And it's for your pleasure that they exist I'm created for His pleasure I'm created for God's Joy, I delight the Lord No one has to tell You You should know that before you integrate So when so, someone's trying to change you And make you all weird, I'm, no, no You're going to step back and say, look He made me like this, I'm quirky I'm not for everyone Everybody's oh. not for everyone oh. You know what i mean? true. The, the, like mm-hmm. my humor is not going to go down well with everybody. My, um, mm. my approach to things. Style. My style. Mm. You just not, and God made. You know what God made me like that. God made you just and you. You bring him joy. I, I, I've, I've been trying to really push this into people's consciousness that the way God made you is the way He wanted you. He He made you just the way you are. That your height. Your size, your teeth, your eyes. He, he, he took his time. He made you custom for his glory. So by the time you're entering oh. enter, entering this relationship and this person is trying to change your, I wonder, the physical part is, but when, when they change your, your your inner character, that quirkiness of oh. unique to you, I have a real problem with that. I have a real problem with that because God made me the way He made me because He likes me. God actually liked you. Do yes. you realize that God likes you, Frida? He likes you. Oh. Like he, he, when when you wake up in the morning, he's happy. Oh, Frida is up. What are we going to do today? I'm going to put the sun in this position for our wish, you, which is going to see it. This is going to happen today. I'm thinking, how do I? Just the same way when my my children wake up, I'm thinking, oh, I wonder what what game we can play today. Thank you quarantine, but here we are. You know, I'm thinking, what can we do today? How how can we, how can I make them laugh today? What, what you know, how, do we, how are we going to spend time together? That's the same way God is looking at us like, oh my goodness, Frida's up. What What's up? What are we going to do? I, let me make this happen today. Let, yeah. let me send, someone's going to come her way, smile at her today she, to feel the love I have for her. God is always looking, you know, he, he's all about relationship. And he made us mm. beautiful. I, I mean, so beautiful. For him custom, his glory is revealed in us. So when you're in the relationship and someone is coming and they're trying to change you, trying to look, somebody loved me already. I don't, you know, Uh I'm deeply and recklessly loved already. So if you know, you can't hang with that. You don't like the way I laugh. You don't like the Uh humor. You don't like... Or my seriousness, you know, there's some people that are, are serious people, and God made them like that. Oh. He likes them serious, he likes, yeah. So, you know, some are just funny, they're laughing all the time. God likes that. God, you know, God loves variety. You, you, when you look at flowers, you see roses, you see lilies, you see um, carnations, you're seeing millions of options for beauty, right. So it's strange to me that it has to be one particular way That we think, oh, this this is beautiful That's not But God made each God loved variety And so he made us Each person is, is unique and for his glory So before the relationship Someone trying to change you I have a problem with that I would I would give it serious I would give it serious consideration If it's oh. something that you think you can handle And then if you're already in the relationship now this is where it gets a little complicated and tricky and you're married already and now you're in the home and this person your spouse is coming in
0: oh wow bishop is here
1: which bishop is that
0: hello bishop feb
1: you said bishop feb right um yeah you know so you're already in the relationship and um, the person is coming in and they're trying to change your personality, trying to change who you are, the way you, you're made. You really have to get on your knees and, and commit this to the Lord. Because you're coming into this thing. You didn't come to the marriage to come and play. You came to enjoy this thing. You didn't come here to be like, yeah, well, I'm true. not. You want to enjoy the next 50, 60, 70, God willing, 80 years of your life. You know? So. You need to commit it to the Lord and really, really start talking and look. This is not working for me. I, I can't do this. And you, 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 need to be able to sit with the partner and talk to the person and say, "Look, this is. I'm this. I'm not feeling comfortable with this. I, I, I know that you, 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 don't want to hurt me, um, but I don't. This is not me. I'm not comfortable with this." Um, I tell a lot of people too. When when you're going into marriage, you have to have people that this partner is accountable to. So <laughs> why is that So that when so that when 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 the stuff starts to happen, I have three numbers. Yeah, like sure. I have, let me tell you something. I have three numbers that I can call, and we will have. When when I make those calls, we're, we're going to have a conversation. Myself my husband and whoever that person is on the line. We're gonna sit down. It's gonna be a sit down con we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about this and, and I had to have those three numbers So I would always I would tell all the young ladies who are getting married get those get those people that When you make the call we're gonna we're, gonna, we're going to talk I have those three people and I can tell you I've never called those if the day. I call any of those numbers girl <laughs> we're gonna talk
0: (laughs) real conversation
1: it's gonna get so real (laughs) you know but you have to have those people make sure you have those people before you get into into Mm. your marriage and talk about i mean Mm. before you get married it's so crucial to talk 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 ask questions ask questions you know so i got my three numbers and you know when stuff starts to happen (laughs) Oh
0: <laughs> will okay all right all right so so earlier when we talked about when we were talking about this topic uh you made mention of um some insecurities uh, not all of them are red flags some of them can actually be uh, managed and um partners can actually help each other manage their insecurities yeah so i'd like you to should, oh, share more okay. on,
1: on that. I, I feel that um, when God puts people together, it's really to complement each other. And yes, oh, true. I'm not perfect, you know. He's not perfect, and you know. So you are going to start there. And I feel that when God puts people together, and it's a God putting together. It's not just he's cute, I'm cute, let's get together. It's it, there's a there's a God factor oh. in in the marriage there's some healing that takes place within the marriage that god when you complement each other and that healing is a mutual it's a mutual that's sometimes you have a partner that's very loud and he's married to someone that's very quiet you're like how how did that come together but god knows why he has put them together because they're going they're going to help each other they're going to complement each other so i always feel that um in marriage partnerships and the person is dealing with an insecurity let me let me say for example now maybe um the the there's been an infidelity before and she comes out of that and she gets married again to someone else and then she's having a lot of trust issues she, if, if the phone rings at a certain time of night she's freaking out if if there's a text message, she can it's a problem so she's coming in with a lot of baggage or he's coming in with a lot of baggage he doesn't want you to have he cannot handle that like you have a male friend this, that, 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 you know, if there's a lot going on, um, it it now becomes a a teamwork, a team effort. Um, especially if you have the kind of partner that you you can communicate with, And why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you have a partner that you can communicate with? Um, so that person has to be very patient. Um, you know, first Corinthians 13, it's such a beautiful scripture you know the first thing it tells in in, in verse four it says love is patient love is kind love is not jealous or boastful or proud oh. or rude you know it does not deem oh. its own way if you're looking for the, the guidelines to how to pick a partner you've got a lot going on in verse four verse six five i mean you just pick anyone from there and so as a partner you kind of have to be ready to you, you everybody's gonna come in with a little bit of baggage nobody's coming in there's everything sorted out everybody's coming in with something and you just have to kind of brace yourself and you know prepare yourself okay there are going to be some issues not everything's going to be perfect um some 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 people have suffered abuse in their, in their, in their younger life, you know, when they were little and stuff like that. So there's a lot that needs to be unpacked when you get married. And and the good thing is that God doesn't let you do that by yourself because it's a God marriage. He he gives you the grace for that. And he gives you the, the Holy spirit will always guide, will always lead. He will always um, give you the right words you know, if, if you trust him to do the work, it's going to be a lot of work. It's not going to man. You know, I tell people, say marriage is not for kids. It's not, you know, it's for grown folk. It's, it's for people that are grown. You, you need to be ready to sit down and have yeah. conversations and partner with someone and, and, and let the person trust you enough to tell you, look, I'm having issues with this. Oh, My husband's on here. You know, I'm... I'm <laughs> You know, I, I, you, you should be able to talk to to your to your spouse and tell. Yes. Him, I'm having issues with this, or this is what happened to me, and that that doesn't happen overnight necessarily. It could be mm. years before your partner is able to tell you I suffered abuse, or years before he tells you this. What this is what happened to me? I was I was physically, mm. you know, beaten, you know, by my my dad or my mom to the point where I almost lost my mind. I mean. These are things that you brace yourself for And with the help of the Holy Spirit You are able to be part of that healing Bound process And it's a lot of trust you have, The person has to be able to trust you And you have to be able to, mm-hmm. to walk with that person And like I said Lead them to the cross It's not your job to heal your spouse It's actually, it's the Lord again mm-hmm. It's the it's the Holy Spirit It's the cross Is realizing the power of the cross You know so you always have to be ready to lead the person back to the cross and not, don't take on more than you can. You're, you're not to become God in the relationship. I, you know, I said that earlier. So it's important that you realize that that's not your job to become God in the relationship. Your job is to lead them to where the answer is and be patient for them to get there. It could take years, Yvonne. It could. It could. My sister is writing years. <laughs> it could. In
0: capital letters.
1: It's it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. I mean, you there are going to be times when you you just you're tired, exhausted, and that's when you rest again in the finished work of Christ, and you let him you let him do the work that needs to be done. You know, the Holy Spirit will put things back together that are so broken that are so broken that you're thinking this can never be restored but you know perfect love casts out all fear and you have to realize that perfect love is only one source and god made it so um for us to know that and then you also need to show your partner that you're in for the long haul i'm not going to bail out on you when you know when things get really rough about it you know just once you make a lot of advanced decisions um in marriage, you tell you you're just going to make those advanced decisions. Look, we're, when, this hap- when this happens, when this happens, is what we're going to do. When that happens, is we're, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. And it's not too late now, even if you're married, to start making some decisions. You know, some advanced decisions. Just look. This is how we're going to handle this when this happens, or if this happens, this is how it's going to be handled. It takes a lot of oh. grace to be a relationships The grace of God. To be in relationship. Like you need a lot of patience. To be in relationships, you have to be ready to, you know, really hang in there if, it, if it's of the Lord. Yeah, but and then there's some relationships that that were not of the Lord. And Archbishop Kirby Clemens, he'll tell you, he will say you had no business being there in the first place. <laughs> oh, you had no business oh. there anyway. You know, and some and sometimes oh. that's that's not. It, it doesn't end up. It's not. It's not able to work. But I believe that um, God guides us and God helps us. And there's restoration, there's redemption, there's healing, there's healing um, that is possible. There's hope. I mean, marriages marriages and relationships are tough, but we are tough people. You know, we, yeah. we do hard things. You know, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we do difficult things. And we're able to pull through. It's not easy. It's a lot of work. But the Lord, the Lord helps us, you know, we're not alone, you know, when Hebrews 13 says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you, so you can boldly say, the Lord is my helper, you know, what can that do to me, these are real words that become life to you when you're in certain situations that seem very hopeless, and the enemy will play up hopelessness and not let you think there's hope, He he will constantly remind you, this is how your marriage is forever going to be. It's never going to get better than this. Everything's going to turn to rubbish. You're going to be disgraced. That's what the enemy does. He's the accuser of the brethren. You know, so just make sure that you don't become the accuser of your spouse. And, you know, let, let everybody do what they do. Let God heal. Let the enemy do the accusing. Let, don't, don't be trying to be God. Don't be the enemy. Mm. Just, <laughs> just be... But you're called to be in, in the relationship Which is the partner yeah. And helping God to, to bring out The best in your partner I, mean, I remember talking to Someone about She was complaining about her husband Has some challenges that she's been having With her spouse And I told her, have you ever considered that God Put you in this man's life To help him to become the best Child of God he could possibly be That is really not all about you you know, that God put you in this man because God has a plan for everybody's life, each person's life. God has a plan and a testimony attached to that life. And I, I said, did, did, did you ever consider that God put you in his life to help him? To to actually take him to the cross. And she just looked at me and she just started crying. You know, it's because it's 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 so much bigger than we think it is you know, we're leaving a legacy for children. We're, we're, we're leaving a legacy of Christian marriage for people to see. And it just takes a lot of grace to do that. And if both partners are not coming in on that level and ready to put in the work, Um, It's so difficult, it's so challenging And the insecurities can eat up at the relationship You you have one partner overcompensating You have one partner that's shrinking back That doesn't want to be talked to That doesn't want to talk about the issues Doesn't want to expose or be vulnerable Um, And you know, it can be rough That's why you really need to get planted and rooted In the love of Christ for you, Ephesians 3 you know tells us about being deeply rooted and grounded in the love of god you have to have that base from which you are loving you cannot you cannot give what you do not have you know what i mean like yeah. you're trying to yeah. be this awesome partner you're, you're doing a, if if you're not grounded for you have to have you need to be connected to the vine you're a branch mm-hmm. you're not divine so you need to be connected to the brand, to connect it to the vine and then from the branch comes out the fruit of the spirit I, That Joyce Meyer says that so beautifully um, in one of her messages I was listening to um, not long ago she just says connect to the vine you're a branch, connect to the vine and then let the fruits from the vine come out through the branches, you know that's Galatians 5.22 self control, love, joy all those things, you know You know, help help your partner. Be there, be there for your partner. Be there for your. Yep, you're not divine. You are not divine. You're connected to divine, definitely, but you're not. You're not divine. And don't try to be divine. You will, you will break. You will not bear fruit. You know, there's only. That's why he says in John 15, "I am divine, You are the branches." Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted.
0: Wow. Wow. So, so, um, before now, um, I, 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 I have gotten a lot of people ask questions because they're preparing for this class. and um, but one, one actually stood out. Um, she said, um, she's gone through abuse before when she was younger. Yeah. And she's in a relationship, but she's not married. She's, she's in a very serious relationship. Yeah. And, um, recently when she opened up to finally, you know, tell her partner what, the experience she had he suddenly changed towards her um he has suddenly become very cold towards her he he's giving some you know attitudes, some new traits and she feels it's because um he feels insecure or no longer has the ability to you know just rely on her anymore i think instagram is telling us we have 23 seconds to be here as <laughs> <laughs> so we should go and come back everybody please let's just hang in there let me save this and come back please
1: we'll be right back alright so...
0: welcome back everybody welcome back she's back thank god (laughs) welcome back everybody um instagram just had to tell us that we can have it all hello welcome back hi yeah
1: you were saying something
0: yes so I, I was saying um, there's a lady who said she's in a very serious relationship uh, when she was 13, I think. Um, she was abused. And um, after healing and all that, now she recently told her partner or her spouse um, whatever happened to her in the past. And he has she has noticed that he has suddenly changed. Um, he he has developed a new attitude towards her and there's this drift. She wants to know if she could, if she she can still continue in the relationship, if there's a way out for her or what, what can she do?
1: Well, you know, this is a, this is a deal breaker for me. If she, if she doesn't feel that he's going to be able to support her, um, and kind of be part of her journey towards the healing, um, then I don't I don't think that's going to be something that she can continue. As as wonderful as he may seem, it might just be too much for him. It might be too and he may feel like this is not going to work for me. I can't do this anymore. She's not who I thought she was. And and, and again, let me talk to, to to those of to to those of us or that, that have been abused or those of us who have had some trauma, it is not your fault if there was an abuse in your life. It, it you did not bring that on yourself and if mm. you have a partner who's making you feel like it was your fault you did this this is how you um this is this is just because you you are some sort of trash then you don't need to be in that relationship this is god helping her get to the real you know get to the real partner that he has for her she might she might not be. He might not be able to handle this. I mean, so it's time to have a conversation, and you know, if it's something that is like, okay, let me, let me, let me, let me see if I can work it out. She might need to be a little bit patient um, and see if it's something that he can he can handle eventually. And, you know, okay, let me put it like this: when Mary, when Mary told Joseph, "I'm pregnant," and Joseph knew. We are not. We've not been together. And she says, oh. "Look, the Holy Spirit came into my room. The angel came, and he's talking to have Can you imagine that?" And Joseph is like, "What? What's going on?"
0: Yes. You
1: know, he needed some time. You know, you know, give me a minute. You know. And so you know the angel, that angel had to show up in his room. Like, look, she's not lying. <laughs> you know, this is God. <laughs>
0: you know, okay, so even Mary, even Mary needed, even Mary needed an advocate. Was like, Mary also needed look. an advocate for her. Yeah, she also needed someone I to can't... tell, help, help her tell Joseph. You
1: know, Joseph was like, girl. I will put you away quietly, you know. You're cute. I will put you away quietly, but the angel had to step up and be like, "Look, hang in there. It's gonna be okay." You know, Joseph, and you know, Joseph hung in there. God bless Joseph. May he be a Joseph in your life. You know, may God speak to him and touch him and let him, you know, have a different oh. right into it. But if he's not, if he knows that he cannot, you know, that some for some people it's a deal breaker, and so oh. you can you can. Let, you can pray about it Let you, let God Speak to him And then you have oh. a Give him some time And then have a conversation Again after a while And see where he's he, he is with everything Where he's at with everything And if he's If it's still something That he doesn't He doesn't feel he can do Then He needs oh God bless Joseph Thank you Ivanka. God bless <laughs> Joseph Joseph was I cannot imagine Like what did you What what did you say? You're pregnant. <laughs> just, you know, we just had our introduction two hours ago. You're pregnant. <laughs> Let God send an angel, I need a sign. <laughs> I need a sign. But Joseph True. would be amazing. You know, Joseph Joseph grabbed Jesus, they ran to Egypt. Joseph helped Jesus become a carpenter. Jesus had a job if this is her Joseph. I don't know. I don't, you know. I can't. <laughs> I don't know, Frida. Let's see how he has. She has to decide. Right? Is this what? Yeah. Is this what? You know. You know, Mary. Mary. God bless Mary. Mary was so sure. She said, "Look, be it unto me as you have said. I will follow the Lord. You know, whether you come with me or not, I'm going to follow oh. the Lord." And she yeah. made up her mind, and she was out. you know if you're coming along, that's great, Joseph. If you're not, I'm still gonna be fine, you know, and so that's kind of where she has to oh. kind of where she has to be, you know you know she once she once she finds her bearings in the Lord, and like I said, once you're rooted and grounded, any other partner just becomes you know an addition to that you know, any other partner just become any partner that God brings to your life will compliment and you know, lift up and not tear down. And oh. you know, insecurity has a very, very, very ugly, ugly way of tearing down. And, you know, sometimes a person isn't conscious. Like they don't they don't realize how much they're tearing you down. And they're the ones that are insecure. You know, so you have to you have to be very clear. Like if if not, if you know there's gonna be a problem for you you're not gonna be able to respect me properly then I don't think I because I know my value in Christ and God has made that very clear God looks at me in the eyes of Christ when God looks at me he doesn't see a difference between me and Christ so when I come to God and I'm praying God's God is seeing Christ he's seen someone that's holy he's seen someone that's blameless he's seen someone that's beautiful he's seen someone that's white as snow spotless And if you're going to make me feel like I'm dirty, I'm trash, I'm not enough for you, I'm not good enough, then I don't think we can continue in this. You're not my Joseph. You know, it's all about value and the right focus. Oh,
0: wow. Wow. So I think this is the last question. Unless everyone, anyone else um watching has a question, can just quickly put it down. But this is the last question. So someone said does um physical attraction count in picking a spouse?
1: Does physical attraction absolutely. Absolutely. You don't want to be married to someone that you're not physically attracted to. That just opens up a mm. door for infidelity and challenges and you're know, checking someone checking someone out and you are like oh man I wish and then you start comparing your partner to to my oh. like, god I wish you know I wish she was a little bit taller I wish she had different you know I wish she was she had more this or more that but then you've married somebody and you're making her feel like she's not enough so you know physical oh. attraction is very important you want to, you want to and you know what God knows how to give you the desires of your heart. That's why it says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. So don't True. think that God doesn't know what you're attracted to. God knows. He knows what you like. And so, you know, let let him be part of that as well. Let tell God I, I want a man that is, you know, like this and da, da da da. But it should not be all that there is. I mean physical attraction is very important um, but then again you don't want to marry I, I remember but my one of my sisters had a friend who was very handsome very attractive and but he was abusive to her and so when when this friend broke up when, when, when she broke up with this guy so my sister asked her what happened why are you guys together for so long and she goes well he was just so cute and I thought "My, he's cute but he's beating you and you're okay with that because he's cute You know, that's not enough. It's it's a great sign. Um, it's a great sign, but it's not enough to to be the all in all for the for the marriage. It's it's great. You want to have someone that you're attracted to though definitely. You want to be able to, you know, be proud of the person that you that you're with. You know, you don't want to kind of mm. because eventually you'll you'll start looking at other your you'll, your eyes will be like, oh, he's so the you know that guy is so cute, you know, or she's so beautiful, and then and then your partner will know that it, the the attention is not on her or him, and that mm. that hurts. You know, that sure. hurts. You don't want to be hurting people. You don't want to. You know, you, you want to be very honest and very open. You know, be. <laughs> You want to be very honest and open about what, what you need and what you like and what you want. You know, these are these are conversations that you have before, you know, pickup scenes that you have before. And if, if you're not attracted to your partner, then you might have a problem later down the line. Oh, hmm.
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, one, what would you know who loves you, or how would you know who loves you? Ugh. <laughs> I think that there's a question for you.
1: How do you know who loves you? Yes. How do you well, know who, does, who loves does you? Does he, you know, back to your love languages? Can he? Can he fill your love tank? Is he willing to fill your love tank? If he loves you, he'll be willing to do that. If he doesn't, he won't. Does he love the Lord? Does he? Does he or she love the Lord? If they don't love the Lord, then, they, then they're giving you out of nothing. You want to be with someone who has something from where they're drawing from, and that that is the love of the Lord. And you know, they're just kind of hanging out. They, they don't have anywhere it's coming from. It will run out, and then you'll be you'll be out. You'll be out of love and just tired, oh. <laughs> tired.
0: <laughs> So, 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 I saw, I saw a question from Auntie Bruce. She said, okay. What are some signs to look for in a secure partner or turn in an unsecure one? What's the last part? Run in an unsecure one? Yes. What are, what are some signs to look for in a secure partner or to run in an unsecure one?
1: Okay, signs to look for in a secure partner. This is someone who um, is. is, is is easy to be around. Um, he, there. It's not a competition, okay? This person is going to support your your dreams, your goals, your your um,
0: okay. Run from, run from.
1: Okay, this person is going to support your dreams, your goals, things that you also want to achieve. This person loves the mm. Lord, and you know he, he he's ready to to support you. Um, you know. When, when someone is secure, he's not looking to tear you down. He's not looking to find a way to, to, you know, Bible says we are the salt and light of the earth. He's not trying to dim your light. He's not trying to make you useless and put you on a stand somewhere. Well, he or she is ready to let you shine. They don't have a problem with you shining. That's one thing you should look for. Oh. You know, someone that doesn't have a problem with you being the best you, you can be, that's leading sure. you to the cross, he, he, he understands the love of Christ. He's showing you the love of Christ You know Someone that is okay with your family He's not trying to change you You know From the go He sees you the way you are And he he loves you as you are You know you want someone as close to Christ as possible That's like whoa That's excited about you You know He's not trying to be not attracted to you and, And then but just marrying you Because you know it's time for me to get married And there you are you know, you, you want someone who is secure in his own self, you know, secure in mm. his own self. So he doesn't really bug you. You know what I mean? Like he's not, he's mm. not so dependent on you for everything. He is looking at the cross. He's, he's, he's sure, you know, of those things. He also, and you have similar values, you kind of have an idea, you're lead. you're heading towards the same place. These are you know, very, very important things. Mm. These are very important. Wow. He he's ready to to be your partner, and he's clear on. Mm. He's not playing games. You know, he's not trying to be. You know, forcing you, manipulating you, dominating you. You know, those are not things. Those are all signs of insecurity. You know, I'm not. Mm. That, those are not attractive things. When someone is dominating you, he's he's making sure that you know he's the. You mm. know. Christ is not like that. You know, when Ephesians says it says, Love your wife as Christ loved the church and then we look at that oh. and that is death. That is going to the cross. Christ loved the church to death. You know what I mean? Like he went to the cross for the for the church and he was ready to die for the church, you know. So that is telling me right there that whoever if you want someone that is secure, he's he loves you and he's not afraid to show it to people. He's not afraid to t- let you know that, and he's he's willing to be to be vulnerable. You know, these are the signs oh. of security. The person is ready to be vulnerable. They're they're themselves. They're authentic. Uh, um, they are supportive. These are people. You know, these are people that. You know, they're not going to give you three years later. They're acting very weird. You know, uh, oh. weird for you is not weird for me, but weird for me is weird enough, and I'll be out. <laughs> We may not have the same weird Your weird freedom may not be my weird But when I see my weird I oh. know it And I'm like this is not it You know But you want someone that loves you as Christ loves you I mean you can just You can leave it at that
0: True Okay so someone asked again Do we need to run from an un- from an insecure partner Do
1: you need to run from an insecure partner Um it depends on what is the insecurity. Is it something that he's, is he willing to work on the insecurity? Is he willing to, let's talk about it. Is it something that we can work through? I, I, I don't think insecurity is a deal breaker. I think it's something that we can work through. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of um, vulnerability and trust. It takes a lot of, again, looking at the cross. Is he willing to turn his...